FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Lou Snape, Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Still to come, you're going to be hearing from a 25-year-old woman from the UK who decided to spend thousands and thousands and thousands of uh, euro on making herself look like a Barbie doll. Yeah, it's strange. I don't know why anyone would want to look like Barbie, to be honest, but each to their own. She's gone from size a brass size of an A to a double G. Yeah. Again, I'm not 100% sure on... That's a huge leap now. Yeah. To be honest. I don't know anyone that's even... I mean, double Ds were meant to be like the biggest and then it's like, oh, geez, fair enough. Just gone way further than that. Like, I mean, you can't even walk around with double Gs. you can't. You'd float though. Double Gs is reminding me of of a song. Snoop Dio double Gs. (laughs) (laughs) And the group that said, mother... The police. What song is that from? Uh, It's a Dre song, isn't it? That's a great song, by the way. That's the song, isn't it? What's the name yeah. of that song? Uh, do we know from my humming? Do you know from my humming? I know it, yeah. Oh, it's seven, six, seven, nine, seven, one, full four. of curse words. Din, din, yeah. Oh, gee. With the G. That one, yeah. I think it's that one. Yeah. yeah. It is. Oh, that's going to do my head. I want to yeah. play it now. I want to have a look and see if we have what it. What a song. I can't even remember the name of it. Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre. Mother. Is that it? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Is this the song I'm thinking of? Hang on. I might play that out at the end of the show for the crack. It's not, that's no, not it? No, it's not. No, not that one. That's, that's not, not it. it. No. I never said it was that one. Oh, I thought it was. I thought you said that was it. Or you can't see what no, I'm talking about Dr. here. Sorry. Dr. Dre is in, is in it though. Uh, yeah, but this isn't the song I'm thinking about, is it? No, I don't. I would, I would very highly doubt that we have the song that we're looking for. In but this. it was released. That was a single. Yeah, this is a great song. Yeah, that is a great song. But what's the name of the other song? It's uh, probably his his one of his more famous ones that he produced. It's much quicker than that. Yeah. Where are oh, where do, are, do, are do, 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 do. you know what I'm do- You know it. You just can't get the words. Where's the song? The if song. Anybody knows what we're trying to sing? What's the it's, name of the song? Does it not start with. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. And then Eminem comes in and he's like, Is it an Eminem song or is it a Dr. Dre song? I think they're both in it. I don't oh, know. Oh, I think I know what it is. I think I know what it is. Oh, I think I know what it is. So I think I got the name. I think I got the name. What it's is the it? one it's the one with the lyrics in it. Uh and the group oh, that said Mother F the Dr. Police. Dr. Dre, Mother Is that it? Oh, F the police. No, it's not that one. <sighs> I think it's Forgot About Dre. Yes, it is. That's exactly the song. And it's Eminem. Is it Eminem? He's just saying Forgot About Dre. He's just singing Forgot About Dre. Um, yeah, it's Eminem. What Eminem song is it? Forgot About Dre. Is that the name of that song? Yeah. Is it coming up? No, we have... Let me see. The Real Slim Shady Lose Yourself. Uh, Love the Way You Lie. Stan. Not Afraid. The Monster. Uh, without Me. We mustn't have... There. God. No. you got to look this up on YouTube. Still Dre. Still Dre. Is that the name of the song? Yeah, that must be it. I forgot Dre's not in it. Forgot about Dre, yeah. Why don't we have it? I told you we wouldn't have that. That's a risque one. Can't be playing that. song is Forgot About Dre. Is it Forgot About Dre or Still Dre? People are saying Still. The song is Forgot About Dre. It's Uh, Darren, thanks for that. One of them. Similar. Modest says Still Dre. But it's Eminem rapping. Beautifully as he always Google, does. He's so hot, by the way. My God. He still has it. I know he was about 
20 in this, but still. Is oh, Trey is in it. No, I know he's in it. Yeah, 100%. I just, I just can't remember. Uh, I guess nowadays everybody want to talk when they got something to say. Isn't that it? Yeah, that is it. And the group that said Snoopy and Double G. Is yeah. this the one? We're such, such losers. losers. The group that said. <laughs> Come on. Still, still doing this. Wait, fast forward it? Yeah. Check me out. We're going back. We're going back because I think we missed it. No, I don't think we did. Great song. Still Snoop Dogg and D.I. D.I. Guess who's back? Still. Still doing that shit, Andre. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Check me out. It's still Trey Day. A.K. What was with the bouncing cars? That was just gangster. Like I, I don't understand. I used to love it. I, I don't know why. It makes no sense. Right, well, well yeah. it does when this girl's wearing bikini tops. <laughs> but like, oh, it's just the hydraulics, love. Nothing. Uh, sorry about that. There now. My God. A uh, guilty conscience. No, no, no. no. Uh, right. Anyway, sorry. I don't know how we got sidetracked. How did we get? Oh, double G's. Double yeah. G's, yeah, sorry. Anyway. Double G's always distract most men from what they were meant to be concentrating on anyway, so. That's true. We'll leave that play out in the background for the crack. Uh, okay, the question now is, I came across this news story. It is insane. It's ridiculous. Um, we are kind of off the back of talking about the uh, video games that now half of us in the world are playing. A man's what falls out of what after playing video games for 30 minutes on his phone, by the way. That's a little bit of a clue. A man's poo falls out of his ass. You're close. You're close. Davis said, "Is your man's piles fell out of his hole after playing video games? Well, no, because I'm an expert oh, in this God. area. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, That's you are, yeah. not possible. Um, man's eyes fall out of a socket. If this is true, that is gross. Sandra, oh, that is gross. It is way more gross than that, by the way. Um, no, this story is absolutely insane. Uh, here's a song for you, Forgot About Trey, by Dr. Trey. Um, loads of text coming in there for that. No, this story is mad. A, uh, and this is why you should always be terrified and be careful if you're ever sitting on your phone on the toilet for a prolonged period of time. Because the headline was, a man's rectum falls out of his bum after he was playing on his phone on the toilet for 30 minutes. How now, does that... Co- what? Th- uh, I know. Isn't that disgusting? My apologies for you, but th- that's a real thing that happens. Can I see that? Is there a video? Uh, there... I want to see. I need you to see. You Google that. that on your own. I'm going to go your to bed later on and, and Google that. Don't Google that on work computers. Why? Or you'll trigger. Oh. You'll well, trigger something. You oh. might be added to a list and then you might be going to brought out by security going, get out of here. No, this guy. And it's Is always, he okay though? It's fine. Fine. So what happened was he was playing on his phone. So if you're the type of person who goes into the bathroom, like our lads did it. What? Did a wreck him. Hey, wrecked him. <laughs> playing your phone on the toilet, it wrecked him. Oh, I'm so yeah. proud of myself. I thought it was amazing. Well show. done. Thanks. Well done. It's pretty good. Uh, no, the guy from Southeast China. Now, I, maybe it's just because there's so many people in China, but we always get these medical mysteries and these ridiculous things that happen to a lot of people generally happen to people in China for always. some strange reason. You never hear of like a guy from Tala no. gets a fork stuck in his ear and you're like, all right, what's going on? Uh, this guy was on the bathroom for 30 minutes and noticed that something inside of him fell out. Oh. Now, it didn't fall into the toilet. It just fell out. It was what you would call a prolapsed anus. Oh, my God. Was it loose anyway then? No, I don't know. I don't even know. Don't even care. Oh, anyway. I'm, I'm weak with this not, story. Not, not, to dis- not, not to obviously 
terrify using your phone on the toilet. But obviously that can happen. But the doctors had said that this should not happen to most people. This guy apparently had this condition when he was a child. Right, okay. So having a prolapsed anus apparently is a medical condition. Some people can suffer from it. And if you don't do anything about it and you don't treat it, it can hang around forever. And sitting on the toilet for prolonged periods of time apparently will weaken your pelvic muscles. And one of the reasons why he couldn't keep his stuff together. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, so if you're, you know, if you're a healthy human who just doesn't sit down too much and uh. you don't have a precondition where your insides fall out of you, you should be fine. <laughs> but just just be careful. Next time you're sneaking into the bathroom to go on your phone for a half an hour and sitting there. Like, do, do you run out and tell someone, like, my, my rectum is give me a hand? Sorry, out? putting this back in. Sorry, and you know how to deal with the prolapse anus. Like, would you be bleeding? Would you be in pain? I don't know if he was in pain, but you probably couldn't sit back down for a while. And I don't think it was bleeding. It's just like... That makes me weak. I don't know It's like why. turning a sock inside out the wrong way. You know oh, what I mean? It's just horrific. Stop. Horrific. But that can happen. So just be warned if you're ever oh. sneaking away on your phone, there are risks involved with being on your phone on the toilet. Horrific. I'll never go to the toilet again. Never with your phone. Leave it out. No, but honestly, this is gonna. This is kind of thing where I won't be able to go to the toilet for a week now. Because I'll be so terrified that that's going to happen. <laughs> so she will, in fact, be weeing standing up as a girl now for the rest of the week. I'll be like, what are you doing? Just be... Yeah, mess everywhere. Oh dear! Uh, tell her to no. Oh yeah, Google. I uh, won't even read that out, Liam. No. But there's a me- that message coming in, you can Google that on your own, Saoirse. Right? Thanks very much. Uh, it's still Dre. Eminem only comes in at the end of the song. I was thinking that he sings the cool part. Is that the song I'm still thinking of? Do they say? And the group that said "Mother F the Mother the yes. Police." They yeah. say that in, in Still Dre. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Yeah. Gotta go to the end. I don't believe you. Yeah, you do believe. I don't believe you. We have to go back now and fast forward to the end of the song. Oh, William, we're not going to sit here for four minutes, fifty-one seconds. It's actually five minutes. Oh, will. Ready? Smoke some with your dough. No stress, no seeds, no stems, no sticks. Some of that real sticky. Nearly 800 million views on this. Put it in the air. Well, use a full DR. Hang on, this is a lie. Eminem does not come in in the song. No. What's the song I'm thinking of? You're thinking of the song where it goes. And the group that said, Mother. Nowadays, everybody want to talk. And they got yeah, that's an Eminem song. And then they and then he sings out at the end. Forgot about Dre. Forgot about Dre. That's see, that's it. Yes, 
Now we're on is it. This, it. this is it, yeah. What a tune. Featuring Eminem. This is it. This is it. Yes. Now, is this some sort of karaoke version we've come on to, or what's the story here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What a tune. There's the G's. Yeah. Ah, there we go. Great song. That is a great song. That's way better than Dr. Dre. Great song. Now, mm. we're getting confused. Now we're back on track. Happy days. Yeah. So it was Forgot About Dre. Forgot About Dre. Yeah. That's the one with the double G. Double. There we go. There we go. There we go. Thank you. That was the one, the lyric that was stuck in my head. Who sent that in? No one sent that in, but you got that right in the end. Right. Happy days. Thanks very much. Uh, Control out the lead on the way next. Uh, A round of the tech stories uh, on the fringes of the future of humanity, which we'll be giving you. And also, we still have to go to and chat with our friend from the UK. Jade is her name. She spent thousands trying to make herself and change her body so she can look like a Barbie doll. And there we go, double G's. She went from A's to double G's. She did. With the group that said mother effort titties. Yeah. Uh, right. She is on the way shortly, before the end of the show anyway, but control alt deletes on the way next. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Uh, still to come on the show, you're going to be hearing from a woman who spent thousands trying to completely change her body so she looks like a Barbie doll now. Room 104's control alt delete give you a quick roundup of the latest mad stories from the world of science and tech and there's a few weird ones in here we'll start off with a plea from a number of scientists who have had to come out to ask people to stop injecting themselves with homemade vaccines oh for god's sake people will now, you ever learn now here's what I thought here's where it gets a little bit weirder right on the one hand you've got to commend people for wanting to be vaccinated or vaccinated I should say and maybe you know they're trying lots of different ways because they're scared and they're terrified we heard of a, a lot of stupid people who were, was it drinking bleach or toilet cleaner? What was yeah. the thing people were drinking for a while? It was bleach. Yeah, and it was like, lads, come on now, this is, this is a little bit stupid. But where it gets kind of weirder is, um, so a new paper that came out in the journal Science, which is a highly reputable publication, has um, asked people to stop injecting themselves with home-brewed COVID-19 vaccines. So Jacob... Shurkoff, University of Illinois law professor, has come out asking people to uh, stop doing this. But there are several groups of people all over the United States and the world who are actually working on vaccinations in their own home labs. So these are scientists and researchers yeah. who are going out, who are operating outside of the law. So you're still not allowed to do this because you still have to get approval to administer a vaccine because it's technically... A, if you have a lab at home mm. and you make up a vaccine and give it to yourself, that's technically a human trial because it hasn't been oh, yeah, sure, tested yet. So you're, you're technically breaking the law by not getting approval from yeah. oversight boards and blah, blah, blah. But apparently a lot of people are doing that. There's some organizations who are privately charging people $400 a shot for untested vaccines. Again, this is completely like black market stuff, but done with people who are... Uh, you know, they're scientists and they're professors and they're all these things, but they're operating a little bit outside the law. Are these just people that are just desperate to find a vaccine? Have you ever seen that movie? Is it Contagion that has... It literally has Lawrence Fishburne in it. It has Kate Winslet in it, who dies. It's from like 10 years ago. 
And it's literally about this. It is about a virus that goes out. It's on Netflix. Definitely worth watching if you want to terrify yourself. Oh, I remember this being on Netflix during lockdown and I refused to watch it. Yeah, and is there Ben Affleck in it? Ben Affleck might be in it. Is it Ben Affleck? Matt Damon. No, Matt Damon or Ben Affleck. One of those two mm. that I keep getting mixed up with. Contagion, I think, is the name of the movie. In that movie, your one tries it on herself at the end. And it's like, okay, it's, it's maybe these renegade, over-ambitious scientists are coming out and they're just trying to do it. But, and so there's a lot of these going on a lot of these like secret underground research projects that are taking place where people are, are now again if the research is a bit if the vaccine's a bit dodgy it could kill you that's and what I mean why, it's dangerous to um, do this obviously. oh hugely dangerous and then even over in the United States the governments over there have been trying to fast track vaccine production so much so that the main producers of vaccines over there the main competitors have come together and said no no no, no we're not doing that we are oh, not going to really? risk the health yeah. of the overall uh, population because you just want to get this done quicker. Yeah. And um, obviously don't want to go making more problems down the line than not. So that's what's happening um, over there. There's people who are giving secret vaccinations, unproven vaccinations, by the way, uh, that could be incredibly dangerous. And they're being asked, they're being pleaded with to stop. And then all of the other big companies over there are holding back on rushing through a vaccine because they want to follow the proper procedures to make sure that when we do get a vaccine, it's safe, it's been tested, and we know there's no negative side effects. Job done. Uh, moving on to self-driving cars. A, a Canadian police officer pulled over a man traveling at 93 miles per hour. They pulled him over uh, only to discover that he had been asleep at the wheel in a self-driving Tesla. Okay, now see, that's an, the issue I have here. Is that mm. not okay if it's driving itself? <laughs> like, I mean, Don't give Saoirse a self-driving car. Like, if it's driving itself, yeah? It, you you can sit back and relax. So, I still don't think... Now, I've seen a few Teslas popping up around the place and I still don't think they're fully automatic, as in or they're, they're not fully self-driving yet. I thought they had to be kind of, you know, started. The car needs to be started manually and stopped manually. But, like, otherwise it will kind of manoeuvre itself. Uh, I'm not sure. Like, I know it can change lanes and maintain speed and probably brake if people are coming in front of it and can do some I think it can even overtake at the moment but the law states you still have to have a human behind the wheel okay. because again it can't do everything so if something random happens it can't doesn't know what to do and there's been loads of examples of there was uh, one one Tesla driver recently was just having his dinner behind the wheel uh, and crashed the car oh. and then another driver was watching a movie on his phone and crashed into a load of police officers and another guy was playing video games on his phone. So again, they're probably thinking like you're thinking, it's a self-driving car, don't worry about it. It's yeah, fine. but it's not really. It's not really. Okay. So we're, we're not there 100% of the way there yet, but uh, falling asleep, like that's the dream, isn't it? Like you can commute into work, although now we don't need self-driving cars, we're all working from home. But you know, commute into work, get an extra hour's kip yeah. in the car and then you're grand and if you're in heavy, heavy I think crazy commuting traffic. for the first few years, people would find that so difficult to get on board with. If it was fully functioning and you didn't have to do anything. Uh, it'd be terrifying. Falling asleep, you would just kind of jitter you'd be panicked wouldn't yeah you? you would be panicked oh god that would be really bad and then what happens like and I kind of like to be in control you'd freak out yeah I yeah. would like what if it something technical went wrong and then the speed increased and it wouldn't stop or slow mm, down or something yeah. something weird massive and that probably will happen at some point uh, but there you go if you have any sort of assisted driving technology in your car don't go sleep behind the wheel no don't do that literally don't do that that's a very very bad thing um, you must have been exhausted though to be able to do that and not uh, freak yeah. out your car's going like nearly 100 miles an hour and you're like let's go for a quick hip don't worry about it it's fine 
Terrifying. Uh, great news for the blind. There is a team of researchers over in Melbourne at the Monash University in Australia. They are, they've built a bionic eye device that will help restore sight to blind people. That's amazing. And we've talked about other devices where other devices that need an external computer to process all the imagery. So they have certain devices where they'll put an eye, uh, a glass eye with a camera in it, but then the wire has to go to the computer outside in a lab and then it'll process the images and send those images back to the brain. What they've done now is created a very cool slick set of glasses and a brain implant. So if you're blind, you can get this set of glasses that sit obviously on your face. They have a camera in the middle the camera then and the glasses have processors in it. So like there's a bit of processing power in the glasses. But they have to implant little uh, connectors in the back of your brain and your visual cortex. So your, your, the back of your brain is where your vision gets processed. Yeah. So what they've done is they've created like eight to ten of these tiny little tiles, tiny little squares with a, like processors on them. And they implant them in your brain. So they open up your brain and put these on the back of your brain, right? That's so weird. And then they have like a wireless connective device at the back of these glasses. So the images come in and then it's wirelessly sent to the chips in the back of your brain. They're processed and then sent to the visual cortex in your brain and then you can see. Unbelievable. Insane. Isn't it? I love when I hear that kind of area advancing. That and spinal cord injuries, I love to hear some advances there. So it's not like full HD images, but it's enough to distinguish. It'll allow someone to be able to determine where a person is, if a person's coming towards them or away from them, they'll be able to tell the difference between day and nighttime and have some vision. And they've tried to build it around, like they said, a lot of people who lose their vision just want to be able to be a little bit more functional with their sight so they can see where they're going. Yeah. That's Madness. Game yeah. changing for yeah. them. So it's not a big, huge, bulky machine. It's a set of glasses, something like, you know, something like a Google Glass. It has a, a webcam type thing in the front, mm. and then the uh, images get sent to the back and they're processed by chips in the back of your brain. I love and that. You can see, so really do. Uh, step in the right direction to help uh, restore sight for a hell of a lot of people. So that'll be interesting to see if that happens um, and how well that happens the next while. We chatted already about Microsoft Teams. That's that uh, Zoom version of Microsoft using coffee shops. Oh, They're also yeah. going to be introducing things like lecture halls and auditoriums for your Zoom calls. So it'll make you, I don't know, I know what they're trying to do. It'll make you look like you're more... Part of a team. Or, part of a team. And yeah. in, the only way you're going to get around, here's what they need to do for all Zoom calls and voice calls. <clears throat> or Zoom video meetings is you have to go virtual reality. So you have to, the only way it'll resemble any sort of uh, normality is rather than looking at a flat screen with like 17 year old colleagues, you put the VR headset on and then you're transported to a virtual boardroom or meeting room. And then you can look around and talk to each other. Yeah, I think that'd be a great idea actually. That's the only way you'll be able to do it. And then that'll be much more life Interactive as well, yeah. yeah. There you go, rather than sitting at a screen. So VR people, if you can kind of get on that uh, and sort that out so we can have VR VR meetings and, and VR things like that instead of just flat boring video calls which can be a bit intense and a bit crazy. Last story this evening. Good news. NASA has outlined its plans to send a woman to the moon. Brilliant news. Well done. Who is it? Uh, they haven't chosen it yet but they're going back to the moon in 2024. It's going to cost them about 25 billion euro to build a few space rockets and they've said a man and a woman will be part of the first the first space flight to walk, walk back on the moon. That's incredible. And it'll be the first time since 1972 that a human will have landed on the moon. So 2024. Get your applications in. There's already a group of astronauts, a lot of women that are there as well. So there'll be a, a pool of about 30 men and women who will be applying for it. But one, one, one woman will finally be... Uh, chosen. There you go. Chosen. Go on the moon. Very I cool. didn't realise that a woman hadn't. I know a woman has been in space. 
No, I didn't know that either. Uh, and another thing, if you're into your space and stuff, one uh, away on Netflix isn't bad. It's a new series about space. It's really an emotional journey as opposed to a space journey. And then the other one is the, uh, there's a good documentary about the Challenger. Remember the space shuttle that exploded in 1986, I think? Okay. They sent up the teacher. It was the first time a civilian teacher had been on board. And then disaster. That's a really good documentary if you're looking for something to watch on Netflix. That has been Control-Alt-Delete. Any other stories, you can let us know. Here's Dermot Kennedy, the latest from him. It's called Giants. You're listening to F104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Always one or two people every so often you hear like doing that and the guys just, remember there was that Ken doll guy that came yeah. out a while ago? So we have really spoken to Ken already now it's time to speak to Barbie. <laughs> yeah, we'll hook them up and go, listen, you need to be 11 foot tall if you're going to re- you know, uh, be an exact replica of Barbie but there you go. Uh, now, the most likely person to cheat in a board game Apparently their name has been revealed. And I often wonder about that. How much does your name impact on the type of person you are? I know. We often have talked about that. And we have spoken about that briefly before. And it seems to make a big enough difference. Do you think if you were if you were named differently, you would be a different type of person? I mean, I don't think I would. But in saying that, I have done things before where people go, ah, just like your name. Freedom. So they do use that. Right. So yeah. people think that way. I've never thought like that. In saying that, I wouldn't call a child a kind of flowery, airy fairy name. Like Fwinyog. Yeah. Like if you were called Neve, do you think other people would treat you differently? And would you act differently based on your name? Or do certain I don't names... want to offend anyone. Yeah, maybe I would. Like if you were a Karen, would you be a Karen? If I was a Karen. Ashling Long. I'd, I'd probably have to be a Karen, wouldn't I? We're an Ashling. Yeah, I'd get the haircut. i get the bob put in. Just go for it. And i just put a little spike at the top and I would march into every shop I've ever been in and complain about everything. You'd, uh, you'd work in PR and you'd live in Stony Batter slash Fibsborough. Yeah. And I'd be complaining to all the neighbours all the time because their bins were touching off my bins and, you know, they haven't cut the hedge and so on. Bin touching. Sounds so filthy. It is filthy. It is filthy, yeah. yeah, yeah it is. Uh, anyway, who are the most likely people when it comes to board games to be cheating? There's one name in particular. They did a study, men and women, and found this no, this name popped up the most. When it comes to pe- people, the types of people who are cheating. Cheating in a board game. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think of all the people that I've known over the years who have been horrific like cheaters and just not nice people and deceptive. So why when I've kind of heard this? And I'm like, who 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 do I know? What names are popping up into my mind? And I can't obviously mention um any of them here, but I'm like, this one is a nice name. Do you know what's really funny? This is a nice name, but also it could be a, a kind of a bitchy name. A little bit like mm, couldn't it? Maybe yeah. You could have that type of person. Whereas when I think of say not being Bias or anything, but you know, an Irish name. When I think of, say, a, a Lorcan or a Fionn, I just can't imagine they'd be horrible cheaters. Yeah, Fionn's, Fionn's a good man. Fionn is always a good man. Yeah. So I, I. So out of men and women, I don't think. If your name is what, you're more likely to be an absolutely cheating son of a. Yeah. One name has come up time and time again. Because they're more likely to be cheaters. Wow. And I'm pretty sure there's a few of them that listen in to, uh, to the, the show. show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. 
Um, we'll give you a clue. It's a girl's name that comes out on top. With it this. is a girl's name. So women are more likely to cheat. Women with this name are more likely to cheat out of anyone, uh, out of men or women. What do you think it is? 087-6797104. Do you think you know the person, the name of the person who is more, most likely to cheat? When it comes to board games anyway, but probably in life in general, let us know. 087-6797104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Sir Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Reminder, you can get the Room 104 podcast and subscribe on whatever platform that you're using. Listen to the shows back in full uh, and also to the specific interviews and features as well. So ACAST, Spotify, Apple, all of the usual places. If you're feeling extra nice or extra bored and you want to distract yourself from doing real productive work, you can go and leave a review on Apple. That's where the reviews need to be and you can help us uh, spread Spread the word of the show. Get it out. Climb up those charts. Happy days. So you can go and subscribe on whatever podcast platform that you're using. Now, the <laughs> the most likely person to cheat in a board game, their name has been revealed. So you can watch out for these next time you have someone over uh, from one other household to uh, play something. I think a lot of people during lockdown as well decided to play, you know, Monopoly and so on. You know, they went back to basics. And shout out to was it Lauren, who we had on. Yeah. Who created her, her own board game. Her and two of her mates created her own board game. Last one standing. Check that out if you want to mix things up. But um, what is what is the name of the person who we should all hate? So the name of the person who we should all hate and be very sceptical of in all walks of life, seemingly they're not to be trusted, is Emily. Emily. Is that you, Emily? Are you and Emily? Because apparently Emily's are the biggest cheaters of them all. Emily's wow. have been named the most likely to cheat in board games. Now... I'm sure the research is going to go a little bit broader and they're going to check other areas of nah, life. Nah, oh, I know what you mean. Like, either the biggest whores, yeah, maybe. I Who mean, knows? Emily, I don't know. It's a lovely name, though. It is very nice. It name. is a nice name. Emily. Girly, yeah. Emily Ratajkowski. Oh, she's so hot, yeah. Oh, she's stunning. Mm, unbelievable. Would she cheat on a board game? I'd, I'd let her. She would. If she did, she you would, would yeah. she wants. Yeah. Okay, listen, go on. Just, I don't care. You pass go as many times as you want. You can just... <laughs> I do not care at all. You do your own thing, Emily. Don't worry about it. Maybe that's it. Maybe uh, Emily's are just prettier in general. Maybe they are. In and fairness, they can get away with more. If you think about anyone you know called Emily, they're usually very good looking, aren't they? Uh, Even kids, like they're good looking kids. I'm trying to think now of... They're cute. Emily Ratajkowski. I don't really know any other Emily's. Do you not? I don't really know. That's weird. Now I do. I know a few Emily's. And they're hot like? Yeah, they're hot. Yeah. Do I know them? No. Mm, sad. No, it's funny. I would have thought it was a popular name. Oh, I think it is. It? I just don't know any. I can't think of any off the top of my head. Weird. If you're an Emily, you're a big, dirty cheater. So you need to look inside and ask yourself why you're doing this. So yeah. there we go. Uh, listen, on the way next, we have to go over to Jade. Uh, Jade has decided to completely transform her body and has spent several thousand euro on um, procedures and different operations and different kind of cosmetic surgeries to make herself look like a Barbie. And I'm always wondering, is it A because it helps with your self-confidence and you know what, your body, your choice and do whatever the hell you want to do. Or is it B, why do you need to drastically change your body so much to be happy? Yeah, I think it's probably more B I'm for like, me. Uh, you know, I who just, are we to say you yeah. shouldn't do what you want? But I'm always kind of like, I don't know. How far is too far? I, I really do think anyone I know who's gotten like a boob job or uh, a nose job or something big like that has always gone on to do something else or wants to do something else. But like, would you ever get your face fixed? <laughs> I'll never get my face <laughs> fixed ever. I just couldn't be arsed with the pain. I, I know deal you see with some the of the after surgery and they're literally they were in a car crash. Yeah. Like, wow, you look wow. No, I'm just going to age gracefully. You know. 
Um, yeah, listen, we'll put a picture of her up online, uh, but she'll be on to chat about, you know, why she's done it, why she's gone from a A to a double G. Yeah. Big changes. Big, big changes. changes. But sure, look, she can do what she wants. Who are we to judge? But you can let us know your thoughts on that. She is on the way next here on Room 104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. 104, it's Cormac and Saoirse here and what are your thoughts on spending thousands of euro on uh, I suppose enhancing, uh, changing and getting different procedures done to change physically how you look. We have talked to a hell of a lot of people on the show who have spent huge amounts of money on was it just altering their physical appearance? Yeah, I mean, I've never obviously had that money to be able to spend on kind of changing my looks as such. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I had a huge amount of money. Would I start going down that route? I can assume it's a bit addictive. But you know, sometimes I think that when you do do certain kind of tweaks and, you know, get a boob job, you might want then to get a Brazilian bum lift and then it kind of continues on. And where do you stop? Where do you draw the line? I know I'm going to start saving up for my Brazilian bum lift now. <laughs> And uh, who knows, I promise myself that'll be the last one, but who knows, it might continue going on and on. And now that you're going to hear from someone who spent about, let's say about €10,000 on uh, everything from plastic surgery to lip fillers to spray tans to try and become, as she claims, a a real-life Barbie. Joining us now uh, live on the show, Jade Line. Jade, how are things? Hiya, hiya. Things are pretty great, thanks. So... Jade, what exactly have you done over the last while, I guess? You wanted to look more like, was it Barbie? Yeah, I love Barbie. Um, I've had my boobs done and I went from an A cup to a double G. A double G, that is huge. That's a massive difference. I take it that couldn't have been done in, in one go. It was done in one go. People are quite shocked by that, but no, they managed to do that. And wow. can we just ask, yeah, why? Why? Um, well, I did actually have some problems with my breasts that I felt uncomfortable with. And obviously, I wanted them huge anyway. I love that fake look, the blow-up look. So I chose the biggest they did. I'm really happy with them. That cost me around £8,000. Yeah. No. Was Jade, was that like, I'd imagine, I, I presumed, obviously, as I said, people have been shocked hearing you went straight from an A to a double G cup, but I, pres- I would always thought that the skin had to maybe, you know, readjust before you could go up such a significant size. Like, was it painful at all when you were getting all that done? No, it wasn't painful at all. I woke up from surgery and I didn't even feel dopey. I felt absolutely amazing. I haven't had any problems with them. I've had them done a few years now because I got them done when I was 18 and I'm 25 now. I've had no problems with them whatsoever. They don't hurt. They are quite heavy because I'm quite petite myself, but I'm so pleased with them. I'm so glad I got them done. And so you started getting surgeries then at 18, was it? Yes, it was 18. I had them done. And then what else have you had done since? There's lots I do want done in the future. Um, me and my mum have been talking about the next surgery that we want. Um, we want it's called liposculpture and that makes your waist absolutely tiny and they can put put the fat into your bottom. It's like a Brazilian butt lift. So you're going to just get moving. Nice yeah. Yeah. 
moving fat from one part of your body to the other. I wanted to ask you mm-hmm. about, you know, what your family thought about this, but it sounds like your mother is right there in the in the driving seat with you. Oh, yeah, my mum would love it done as well as me. Yeah, we want that hourglass figure. We've been looking at, because everyone, you know, all the celebs and everything, they're all getting it done in um, Turkey, and that's really cheap. And I thought, oh, I don't know. But we've been looking at sort of maybe going somewhere like that. And do you ever think you're going to be happy with how you look or is there always things that you're going to want to improve about yourself? I am really happy with the way I look. I just want to sort of improve it. Do you know what I mean? I don't feel uncomfortable with how I look. I just want to look better. I'm sure you've gotten some criticism from some people um, about this. Like, In your experience, what has been some of the, maybe the negative feedback that you've gotten from people who say, you know, you, you shouldn't have to change yourself as significantly to be happy and maybe, is, is it a dangerous message to send to maybe a lot of young girls who might look up to you and kind of, you know, mightn't have the access to surgery that you have? You know, what do you think about some of the, or what has been some of the flack that you might have gotten and, and what's your response to it? Yeah, um, I get a lot of negative response just by my looks and how big my boobs are. Uh, Only really get it done if you can handle the negative comments. I can handle the negative feedback from everyone. But, um, yeah, and there's the side of surgery is dangerous. And I know the Brazilian butt lift is one of the most dangerous surgeries now when they inject the fat into you that can be really dangerous so um you know you should think about it a lot think about what other people are going to think if you can handle their comments yeah it's very painful i'd say yeah yeah even the the you get lip fillers and botox and fillers in your face and stuff is that not really oh yeah yeah i've had lip fillers before yeah i want to get them again soon because my lips are getting quite small now but um that is quite painful getting lip filler yeah that it does hurt quite a bit i just don't think i'd be able for the upkeep of it all as well i mean it's so costly you'd probably feel pressured into getting more and more and more and i mean what do people say do people stare at you on the street are you do people approach you? How do men react to you? Yeah, um, people don't like to approach me. I think they're quite intimidated by me, by my look. Uh, I get a lot of laughs. Obviously, I get a lot of stares. All the men are looking. Um, that can either be positive or negative reactions. Um, yeah. So, apart from, I know you've done this, but what's your full-time gig? Do you um, have a full-time job or how are you like paying for a lot of the work that you get done? Well, I, I currently work from home. I do content, like I do content and they'll buy it. I make content for them. So I do that full-time, but it is costly. Um, I had my breast done with inheritance money so yeah so you didn't have to save up to get that done yeah i was able to get that done with the inheritance but obviously you know it's a lot of money like i suppose some some people would say i mean who are we to judge and saying what's spending your inheritance money wisely and maybe you could have put that towards a down payment on a house or saved up for a deposit or whatever but um you just obviously went for the cosmetic procedure yeah i did yeah it was a lot of problems i mean i felt very insecure about them. I had a lot of problems with my breasts, you know, to the point. Yeah. So, I mean, overall, because there's always two sides, there's probably more than two sides, but one of the things we always try and hit on is on the one side, if you're a very, very insecure person and then surgery might help you overcome some of those insecurities, happy days, and if you're comfortable in your own skin, that's obviously the number one most important thing. And then the other side is, well, why should you have to change how you, just how you look to feel happy? But are, are you saying then that the surgeries that you've had, going from an A cup to a double G, the lip fillers, the extensions, of the, you know, the fake time, the tens of thousands you've probably spent at this stage, 
right? Has all of that helped you overcome the the anxieties and the self-confidence issues that you had? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think, yes, it definitely has helped me. I mean, I cannot go out of the house without a really dark spray tan. I feel uncomfortable when I haven't got a tan. Yeah, it does help me because I feel my lips are too small and that makes me a bit... So getting lip fillers makes me more comfortable and the boobs obviously make me more... Good. It has helped me a lot, yeah. Have you got a partner? Yeah, yeah. I've been seeing someone for eight years. And how do they find, you know, the transformation? So he doesn't really say much. I think he's just quite happy. He's not really interested in things like that. I think he's happy if I'm happy sort of thing. He doesn't really say a lot about it. Do you ever think you'll get to a point in your life where your happiness may not be as tied in with your physical appearance and how worried you are sometimes about that? I'm not sure. I think I'm always going to need, you know, I've said I think I'm always going to turn to the point when I'm really old. make me feel comfortable and I think I'm always going to have to pay attention to my looks a lot yet to feel comfortable because I think like as a girl especially like as a teenager and kind of even like early 20s, I would have said, oh, I would get X, Y and Z done and I won't leave the house without having makeup on. And then you just yeah. hit an age where you just... Yeah, now Sarah, she doesn't care. She you don't comes care. in, her hair isn't done, <laughs> she's got muck all over her face, food stains <laughs> running down her top and you're like, my God, Jade, you'd be horrified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, know I haven't I haven't hit that point yet. <laughs> I don't know if I will. Um, you know, my look but it's is a lot of effort. Thing. Like doing your tan every day, doing your full face of makeup and the eyelashes. Like how long does it take for you to get ready? It takes quite a while. I mean, it's not just that day I've got to get ready. If I know I'm doing something the next day, then it's the day before where I start getting ready. So I have to do the tan the day before. So I'm ready for the next day. It takes quite a while. I do wear quite a lot of makeup. I wear fake hair sometimes. So yeah, it does take a while and it's kind of annoying but um, it makes me feel happy so would you ever just kind of chill out in a tracksuit no makeup on oh yeah yeah if no one's around <laughs> at home <laughs> okay get up get all pizza some Ben and Jerry's and just pig out um, on the yeah. couch it'll be a happy Saturday evening um, for people who might um, be listening and who haven't seen uh, you know your transformation and how you look are you on instagram or facebook or where's the best place people might be able to find you online i am on instagram facebook and twitter x jade line x or otherwise it's just jade line perfect well thank you so much for chatting to us tonight yeah i've enjoyed it thank you fm 104's room 104 podcast with cormac moore and sir shalon 